Hi, welcome to Gorilla Discipleship. My name is Kevin Baker. It's good to have you with us. <clears throat> I want to ask a question as we begin uh, today. Where does the mission of the church reside? Think about that for a second. Where does the mission of the church reside? Now, I think for too many of us, we believe the mission of the church. Well, let me sit back up and say this. I'm not even sure that some of us really would be in agreement on what the mission of the church is. I would say that the mission of the church is to love God with all our heart and to love people in the same way. How do we do that? What, what does that mean? What does that look like? Are we just supposed to be on our own to figure out what loving God and what loving people looks like? Well, I think Jesus made very clear how to fulfill that that number one most important command by giving us the Great Commission, which says, go and make disciples of all nations, all peoples, teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So this disciple-making mission, to make disciples, in fact, uh, John Wesley, one of the greatest evangelists and, and movement um, men of, of our, our recent history said that uh, he wanted Methodists and the Methodist movement to make disciples in all of the world for the transformation of the world. He wanted to spread script, scriptural holiness. What he believed was that that holy life, the set-apart life with God, set apart to see ourselves as salt and light in the community, and he wanted that to transform the culture. And so the mission of the church is really what Jesus gave us, to make disciples of all people, baptizing them and teaching them to obey. So if that's the mission of the church, where does it reside? Where does that have its home? Too many of us, I think, believe that it has its home in the organization of the church. Well, that's what the church organization does. We, we have come to see the church as a business or as an organization rather than a living organism. Let me ask this question in a different way. If your family, your nuclear family had a mission, where does it reside? Well, is it just with mom and dad? Is it somehow in the house? Is it in the checkbook of the family? Or does the family mission to love one another, nurture one another, uh, have fun with one another, whatever your family mission might be, does that reside in all of you? Isn't it a part of all of us? It resides ultimately the mission of the church, just like the mission for our families, resides in the heart of every single one of the members. Now, if you think about that for a second, that means that I've got to look at the mission of our church in a totally different way than I'm just here to uh, receive from the mission of church, to be blessed by the mission of the church, by you know having good teaching or, or good resources for my kids. So many of us have begun to think of ourselves as, even though we're members of the church, that we're here to consume what the church offers rather than engage in forwarding the mission of the church, that, that we own the mission of the church. Let me talk about that in another way. Think about your small group. 
We all need to be involved in, I think, what I would call a, a small life group where we're, we're doing life with one another. We can't do life with 400 people on a Sunday morning. We can do life with 10 or 12 or 14 or whatever it might be, six or seven. We can begin to really live out what it means to be community with one another in that way, care for each other's needs, know what's going on, pray for one another, have fun together, do life together, go on vacations together. That's what I believe small group life really is meant to look like, that, that hey, our kids will, will do Halloween trick-or-treating together, you know, whatever it is. You're the, my small group's the people that I call when I need prayer, when I need babysitting we care for each other when one of us has a baby, and so we do a meal train for our small group. That's where things get taken care of. And we've got a larger body, the whole church, in case our small group is having an issue or a struggle or a need that's bigger than what our little group can handle. But where does the mission of the church reside? Is it in that small group? Our small groups, let me answer it for you, our small groups need to be mission-minded groups. We can't just be there for fun and growth personally. We've got to be on mission. You see, one of the biggest things that have been confusing in the church is that we believe somehow that I need to be poured into so that I can eventually, in some way later, be ready to pour out. But Jesus seemed to model the pouring in and the pouring out was simultaneously. In fact, you might even say that Jesus often invited his disciples to be on mission before they really understood who he was or what the mission was. He gave them very specific tasks. I want you to go and do this. I'm giving you authority to go and do this. They were confused. In fact, it's not until later that he actually asks the central question of, do you even know who I am? And so we have got to begin to see that the mission of God and engaging in the mission of making disciples is actually how we grow spiritually. We don't grow spiritually to get engaged in the mission. Engagement in the mission is how we grow. Now, we do need to watch and see others model how to begin to be disciple makers. We, we need to begin to uh, learn and listen, and, and, but we've got to also imitate and begin to put into practice what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Obedience is God's love language, as we've said before. But I'm asking you to begin to do something, regardless of what your small group looks like, that you would, I'm going to ask for a small uh, a small thing, that you would go to your small group and that you would take this question, hey, what's the mission of our group? And if that mission ends up being only about your group, then there's probably need to change. There's an issue because our lives are meant to be poured out for the lives of others. We grow. In fact, Jesus said that if you want to gain your life, well, you'll lose it for my sake. You'll lose it for the sake of forwarding the kingdom and making disciples. And so if our mission as a small group is simply we're here to care for one another and grow uh, in our relationship with God, that's too inwardly focused. We've got to say our mission is to make disciples with our friends and our coworkers. And we are going to do that 
and support each other and pray for each other and celebrate with each other every week. We're not going to just do this as sort of an aside. We're going to challenge each other. Who are you sharing the gospel with? Who are you praying for? How many of your outside family members and friends have you engaged in spiritual conversations? As we do that, we're going to begin to learn from one another of what it means to really live in obedience to Jesus. And we're going to help each other learn, listen, how to obey Jesus. I get to, to hear the commands when I read scripture. I get to hear some teaching from perhaps a, a preacher online or going to church. But I need people to help me work out the actual practice of obedience. And that's my small group. And so I'm asking you to begin to see your small group as a missional community. Not just a place where you gather to be fed, nurtured, have kids and have fun and cookouts. That's all good. That's doing life together. And I hope there's more of it. But community needs to become communitas. Community is simply I get together and get my needs met. Communitas is we're in a mission, on a mission together. We're in this together. Communitas is what a, a team has when they decide that it's not about just them individually getting a chance to play, but it's about helping everyone on the team advance and do the best that they can and take the trophy. Communitas is the band of brothers that goes into battle knowing they've got each other's back but they're going to take that next hill or accomplish that next mission, whatever it might be. Communitas is coming together as a, a neighborhood and saying, we're going to build a, a neighborhood treehouse for the sake of all of the kids of the community. And we're in this together. You're going to be blessed as you build it together, as you work together. There's going to be fun and community happening, but the community is toward a particular mission. So ask the next time your small group gets together, just say, hey, can we talk about what our mission is? And can we make sure our mission is balanced in the way that Jesus wants our lives to be balanced? Balanced around caring for one another as we accomplish what God has sent us to accomplish. The mission that God has given us is to tell the whole world, to be witnesses to the world, to tell our friends and neighbors, to multiply the love of God and the kingdom of God in our world. And that doesn't happen through the organization, through the institution. It doesn't happen through the professional ministries and pastors. It happens as each one of us begins to take responsibility for the mission of the church. Our small groups, our mission-minded communities, missional communities, on mission. Wouldn't it be great if every small group uh, maybe you meet in, in a particular neighborhood and you began to pray, God, show us the needs of this neighborhood. Maybe every small group adopted a school. We're going to be the kind of group that blesses the teachers in this small school, in this school in our neighborhood. Or maybe there's a family that can particularly be adopted in the neighborhood. Who knows what God has for you as you begin to be disciple makers and you become not just to be a life group, a small group, a Bible study group but a missional community encouraging, enabling, equipping, and training, and blessing each other on mission together. God has got world change coming. Communities are going to be impacted as we go from inward facing to outward loving 
missional communities for the sake of Jesus Christ and his, and his gospel, his good news. I thank you so much for being a part of Guerrilla Discipleship. If there's anything we can do to bless you, encourage you, let us know. You can email me at kbaker at oakdale.church. God bless, and we'll see you again next week.